All right. Here we are again. And today is going to be a little different. Yesterday I had the thought that I should, that I would like to read just for myself, uh, Psalm 119. And then I thought, we did read it today, and I thought this would be good to share with, with, with the people. This would be good. This is from the Good News translation. Uh, people often ask us what translation we use, and mm -hmm. sometimes they'll find fault with us for the translations. And there's somebody out there that'll find fault with any one of the translations, right? There's always somebody that's got a beef. Mm -hmm. and, and to be sure, the translations have their problems, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. There isn't, I, I haven't found a perfect translation. And I don't know, I believe it's impossible to have a perfect translation from, for the original languages. Any translator will tell you that. And I'm not a translator. So, uh, but I would like to read Psalm 119. And when I read it today, I, I found it very meaningful. It was just, just wonderful, just wonderful. And um, Psalm 119 is about God's law. It's about his law. And guess what? Everybody, I can't say everybody, I can't make a blanket statement, but most people, by far, the most people hate mm -hmm. the law. And in the inner nature, in the carnal nature, everybody hates God's law. That's the way it is. Some of you may not believe that. If you don't believe that, then you certainly have not learned anything from God. <laughs> he'll tell you right off the top if you're ever in touch with him, if he ever has anything to say to you, he'll tell you the same thing I'm telling you right now. And by, by his grace and power, I am telling you that now. He'll tell you that every human being in the fallen state hates God's law. That's what the fallen state is. Mm -hmm. That's what that's it's why, all about. That's why it's fallen. Yes, that's right. Who doesn't love the law anymore. Yeah, that's right. The fallen state by very nature hates the law, right? So anyway, Psalm 119 is all about God's law. And, and we, we have so many uh, church denominations that uh, um, say the law is done away with. We're free from the law. We're free from the law. law. Right, yeah. That it's, that it's, it's no more. Yeah. And you guys are just a bunch of legalists. You're preaching, preaching law, law, law. Where's the grace? Where's the grace? And man, I'll tell you, the people that preach grace and no law are about the most lawless people you can possibly find on the face of this earth. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? What a contradiction. It's like the leftists out there, the Democrats. They will preach virtue. They will, mm -hmm. they will virtue signal everywhere in every direction. And when it comes to the reality, they're the most murderous, mm -hmm. the most hateful hypocrites. Just mean spirited. Oh, absolutely ugly. That's what they are. God has both good and evil set one against the other. I, I remember there's one instance of that that comes to mind. Uh, a woman named Joy. I'll leave out her last name. Um, and she was a pastor's wife. And uh, and the last thing she said, when we were just talking about the general decline of society. This was even before COVID. But uh, and she she she's leaving the store, and she her last words were, and I hope they all burn in hell. Those were her last words at the finishing of our comment. You know, we were talking. Mm -hmm. yeah, one more thing. Yeah. I hope they all burn in hell. Yeah. And, and and these are the ones talking grace for everyone. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's what that when you got into that's a conversation amazing. about what was happening. Yeah. That's how they really felt about it. And I hope they all burn in hell. And and another amazing thing about that is that it doesn't take much to get them to show their colors. Right. It doesn't take much. Right. That's how fast they are at the opposite of what they're saying. Right. Yeah. So anyway, something else. Um, I don't like wearing glasses. I don't wear glasses, whether it's for reading or for anywhere. Um, and Grace, thankfully, I can still I can still read. Uh, we've got poor lighting here, and so uh, my friends here have this little flashlight that helps. And I'm going to read this uh, finer print in the in the uh, Good News Bible, and I want to go through it. And uh, I'll be lighting it up, and we'll be reading verse by verse. Uh, Psalm 119 has 22 parts to it, one part for each letter of the Hebrew alphabet. And uh, in other translations, like the King James, you'll have the name of the letter at the, at the beginning of each of these sections. Just, just a little tidbit. Uh, it's, 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 it's a wonderful psalm. It's just really, really wonderful. And um, it, it glorifies God and it glorifies his word. He glorifies his, his truth, his law. Here it is. Happy are those whose lives are faultless. And let's listen to, to these words closely, attentively. You, ne you need to focus when you're reading these words. Uh, and it can sound repetitive. And it is sort of. But, but all these words are meaningful. Happy are those whose lives are faultless. And you might ask, where is there such a person <laughs> whose life is faultless? But he's talking about an attitude, uh, a conduct with God, where your heart is set on the Lord. Mm -hmm. That's what he's talking about. How else would he be able to say that if he didn't know that himself? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking that this is probably, I'm not sure, but I, I think it was, and I think it's probably not debatable in some circles that this was David who wrote a lot of the Psalms. Uh, and from every, a lot of the things that have been said here, it's, um, it's certainly been David's experience, and, but, but David wouldn't be alone in that kind of experience. So it doesn't much matter who wrote it, but these words are absolutely true. They're wonderful words. I can say that I've experienced them, both ends, and they're just precious. All right? Faultless. Happy are those whose lives are faultless, who live according to the law of the Lord. That's what it means to have a faultless life. You live according to the law of the Lord. No other law, particularly any law that contradicts the Lord's uh, law, and if there is a law out there that you don't think is the Lord's law, but it doesn't contradict the Lord, but agrees with it, it's still the Lord's law. It's not somebody else's law and two people came along and agreed with it, or the Lord and some man agreed with it, right? So, so the, uh, uh, the faultless life is, is one where the person is uh, living according to the law of the Lord. And we, when we think of the law, we think of the Ten Commandments. <coughs> And yeah, it's the Ten Commandments, uh, which which encapsulate the entire law of God. But it's it, but it's everything concerning proper conduct toward God and man, mm -hmm. right? Uh, happy are those who follow His commands. Plural. 
commands. A lot of people are saying, well, Jesus gave us a new law. We're to love one another, right? The new law is love. All of the Ten Commandments are love. Mm -hmm. They all cover that same, they all come from the same essence, from the same source, love. And, and, why, are they, and why are they saying it's now love? It, right. As, as it always was. As though the previous law was what? Hate? Condemnation, uh, burdensome, etc., etc. You know why? Because they hate the law. Right. That's why. It's that simple. They hate the law. Right. And there, people, people manifest that hatred for the law all the time. And I'll get into some of that. Uh, the Lord just gave me a lot of stuff to, 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 to think about here, to talk about. Um, Happy are those who follow his commands, who obey him with all their heart. With all their heart. Right. Can't be half-hearted about it. Right? Jesus said in Matthew 6, 24, right? You can't serve two masters. You'll love the one and hate the other, or you'll, you'll uh, despise one and hold to the other. Right. They never do wrong. Have you ever met such a person? He's talking about in the context of, 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 of happiness. You can't be happy and be contrary to God's law. Right. That's impossible, totally impossible. You may have a happiness of the world, but you don't have the true happiness. You don't have the substantial happiness. You don't have the fulfilling happiness. You can't have that without, without loving God's law, without doing God's law. Right. You just can't. They never do wrong. They walk in the Lord's ways. The scriptures are full of testimony of men just doing their own thing, walking in their own ways, right? Like you mentioned the other day, Martin, uh, there are a couple of passages in Judges where it says every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Mm -hmm. And those weren't necessarily immoral things in themselves. I think that's really important because I think people just, they have this idea in their head, well, they were all just running around raping and killing and stealing. Right, and right. And, and they were doing that, yes, of sure. course. But... They were doing a lot of normal, ordinary things, but right. they were they were just independent of any kind. Could of even be charitable or whatever. Yes, but, yes. But it was that it was that they were the things that they decided they were going to do. Right, right. And and so everyone did whatever they thought that they should do, and lots of that's going to be half okay. Yeah, that's right. But then there's going to be some of it that's not, and nobody will be able to say anything about it. And that's why God says that he searches the hearts, giving to every man according to the fruit of his doings, right? right. According to their hearts. He, he, he uh, tries the reins, right? right, the controls, and he sees the heart. And on the outside, it might look like this person is just doing wonderful things. I, I've often used this uh, example, and I've heard others use it, where, where you see this man walking this little old lady across the street to help, help her across the street and protect her from traffic and whatever. Mm -hmm. But why is he doing it? Is he doing it for some sort of gain somewhere down the road? Maybe to be mentioned in her will or whatever, or man-pleasing, or just trying to be a hero to others? Pickpocket her. Or, or does he really yeah, pickpocket her? Absolutely. Or, or does he genuinely care to do what's right for somebody, mm -hmm. for his neighbor? Mm -hmm. Might not even be somebody he knows very well. Or it could be somebody he really knows, but he cares. So the Lord knows what what is going on in the motives. Right. Outwardly speaking, every man does, does that which is right in his own eyes. And I was saying that that's the equivalent 
that's the that's you know the Bible says every man and, and it gets lost, but the equivalent is and everybody in those days thought they had a right to their opinion. Yes. Yeah. And we all know that language. Yeah. And that was the spirit then? Yeah. That caused mm-hmm. all the enemies mm-hmm. to come in and take over their land and harass them, take away all their weapons, yeah. take away all their food. Right. Right. That's because right. everybody thought they had a right to their opinion. That's right. And we're seeing that even amongst all the people who are joining in these protests and everything. Right. Yeah. It, 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 everyone is still holding the right to their opinion. Yeah. And that's why it's not. Yeah. We're standing up for justice. We're standing up for right. Right. We, these are our God-given rights. As they see it. As they see in it. In their opinion. That's right. But they don't. a lot of these people don't realize that it was God who gave them those rights. It's true. They're right in that. But it's also God who takes them away. Right. And they think, well, it's these evil guys, these, these, these criminals, these tyrants, these communists, these globalists that are taking all of our rights away. God, when he sends the sword in, when the sword comes in, you have to know, according to the scriptures, it's God who sent that sword in. It's God who sends the pestilence. It's God who sends the drought, the famine, the wild beast. He's the one who, who is over all of those things. He determines those things. He rules over all the powers of evil. So the buck stops with God. Right. It does. Where were we on that? You had your point? Yeah, just, just that understand that the, the every man doing what's right in their own eyes is the same as just everyone having a right to their opinion. Yes, and what I wanted to say was that we are doing today, we're no better than, than the people were in the day of uh, Noah's flood. It's right. the same thing. It's the same thing. Right. We have our own imaginations because of the, the, maybe the limited language that's describing things there, like there was violence throughout the earth. You said it was evil upon the whole earth. Yeah. Violence was on the whole earth. Sure. And, and it, it is now. Totally. Very much Completely. so. Very much so. You talk about chemical agriculture. You talk about pharmaceutical medicine. You talk about treating symptoms instead of, instead of uh, the, the cause, the root causes. Never mind that healing All diseases that stuff. and profiting on illness. Now they're, yes. now they're in, intentioning illness. And they're killing one another. Billionaires killing other billionaires to get them out of the, or run the race for, for the profits. It's, it's all there. The politicians, they lie. These politicians will lie about one another. They'll tell every ugly lie you can think of. The, the, the media, the mainstream media and, and it, others. It, it was a debate. That was Kamala sure. Harris. It was a, come on, it was a debate. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Like it was a UFC match or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on, you can lie. Yeah. It's a debate. Oh, man. You just have to win. But it's, that's, that's what's happening now. Right. And it's all coming to the, to the surface. It's all being exposed now. I need to go on here. Uh, okay. The Lord, you have given us your laws and told us to obey them faithfully. How I hope that I shall be faithful in keeping your instructions. Here's somebody who rec- recognizes his own weakness. If a person knows the Lord, he recognizes his weakness and he knows very well that he can't keep up with that law. He knows very well that he can't be faithful in it. He's praying. He's asking God to give him that strength, that power to keep the law. Because, and he also knows not only that he can't keep it and that God needs to give him the grace to do that and he needs to seek for it. We think, oh, well, you know, I don't have it because God hasn't given it to me, so I'll just go on the way I'm going. Who cares? doesn't matter. He's saying right there, God has to give it to me. And if I don't have it, I can just go ahead. I'm free to be lawless. 
right. do my own thing, right? Do right. whatever's right in my own sight, yeah. right? That's what's happening. But he's acknowledging his need for God to give him that grace. And, and he asks for it. How I hope that I shall be faithful in keeping your instructions. If I pay attention to all your commands, then I will not be put to shame. Isn't that marvelous? Isn't that wonderful? You don't want to be ashamed? Then keep God's commands. I have been ashamed so many times, just falling flat on my face, doing and thinking and saying things that I shouldn't have done. Mm -hmm. and, and I've lived in regret. I've spent a lifetime just, just thinking about these things and, and being so ashamed of them. It's a horrible, it's a horrible thing, but it's a reality. We all fall short of God's, of God's perfection, of Him, of His nature. As I learn your righteous judgments, I will praise you with a pure heart. I will obey your laws. And then he says, never abandon me. He knows that it's only by God's grace that he walks in God's law. Okay, so that the title of that first letter of the Hebrew alphabet was the law of the Lord. The next title is obedience to the law of the Lord. Obedience to the law of the Lord. And people are saying, yeah, well, that's Old Testament. As we read Psalm 119, we're going to know it's not just Old Testament. It's God's law. And God's law, the scriptures say, is eternal. It's perfect. It can't be undone. Right. It can't be done away. Can't be done away. And nobody said that it was done away. Jesus didn't say, I've done away with the law. He never said that. He never said, the said opposite. that. He said, he said, don't even have the impression that I'm here. That's right. To do Think away not. with the law. Think yeah. not that yeah. I come to do yeah. away with the law. That's right. I come Amen. to fulfill it. Amen. Yeah. And so they think, well, Jesus died on the cross. He paid for all our sins. All the law breaking, so we're home free. Bullshit. Right. That's all that is. Just wicked bullshit. Totally. He came to show us how to die. And my using that expression was not breaking God's law. I'm just calling it what it is. And people just want to say and do their own thing. Mm -hmm. God's fed up with that. Totally. The next title is Obedience to the Law of the Lord. How can a young man keep his life pure? A young man. They're, they're oftentimes the most lawless, aren't they? They're, they've got the, the, what? The stuff in them to just do whatever, whatever they want to do. They've got that energy. They've got the will. They want to do those things. But what can, what can they do to keep their lives pure? They may not even want to. Most times they don't. They don't want to keep their lives pure. But how can they keep them pure if they want to? Right. Ah, by obeying your commands. There's no other way. There's no other way. With all my heart, I try to serve you. Keep me from disobeying your commandments. If you don't have your heart in it, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. With all my heart, he says, I try to serve you. Keep me from disobeying your commandments. And I know, you know, there's Romans chapter 7 where it talks about how, how uh, what he does, he doesn't want to do. 
-hmm. And what he doesn't want to do, that's what he does. And he's trying to serve God, Mm -hmm. and he falls flat on his face. You go through that whole struggle. There comes a time when the Lord delivers you of that. Mm -hmm. He tries you through all of that. He tries you with his law, with his word. The word that says in the scriptures tries you. And you just keep going until, until, until it comes to pass. I keep your law in my heart so that I will not sin against you. We have to we have to always be considering God's law. And I know that it's it's ever with me. I'm always thinking it. I'm always thinking it. It's just there. Um I praise you, O Lord. Teach me your ways. I will repeat aloud all the laws you have given. I delight in following your commands more than in having great wealth. Isn't that something? Everybody's looking for wealth. Everybody's out there trying to make a big buck, profit or whatever. Fine. So you have to to pay your way. You have to make a living. You have to provide for your family. All that. Totally, totally, totally uh, understandable, necessary. But he says here, I delight in following your commands more than in having great wealth. Lots of people would like to win the lottery. They'd like to find a cash cachet somewhere and run into a pile of gold, Mm -hmm. really, really uh, uh, cash in in their investments. Everybody's looking for for some big financial break. And and here it says, here it says that it's more important to, uh, to, to follow the Lord's commands. How many people think about, oh man, am I going to make it? Am I going to make it? I'm going to be a rich man. I'm going to follow God's commands. You ever heard or seen anything like that anywhere? (laughs) No, we don't hear that, do we? Where am I here? I praise you, O Lord. I read that. Teach me your ways. I will repeat aloud all the laws you have given. I delight in following your commands more than in having great wealth. I study your instructions. I, com- I examine your teachings. I take pleasure in your laws. Your commands I will not forget. And it seems, I feel like oftentimes I'm always forgetting them. I'm not as attentive as anywhere as attentive to them as I would like to be, but I know it's working me, in me, and I know that my thoughts are there. Call them conscious, call them subconscious, or both, but I know it's always there. I take pleasure in your laws, your commands I will not forget. The next, uh, the third letter here is happiness in the law of the Lord. It's all about the law of the Lord, the whole psalm. And there are, what, 176 verses in the psalm, and they're all about God's laws. All about God's law. The longest psalm by far mm-hmm. in the Bible. And, and if that can be considered a chapter, which I suppose most people consider it a chapter, it's probably the longest chapter in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And it's all about God's law. It's the emphasis of our walk with God. Happiness in the law of the Lord. Be good to me, your servant, so that I may live and obey your teachings. Open my eyes. He's not saying, God, give me wealth, give me... He's not even saying, give me health, give me this, give me that. He says, just give me 
to live and obey your teachings. That's what he's asking for. Be good to me, your servant. Open my eyes so that I may see the wonderful truths in your law. I am here on earth for just a little while. How many of us consider that? We just have this attitude like we're going to be living forever. Rich men. I've seen rich men on their deathbed, literally. And they're talking about money. I'm thinking, you're 80-some years old, dying of cancer. You know that you're finished. And it's like you're just starting out. You're, you're 15, 20 years old, 25, 30 mm -hmm. years old, and you're after the riches of this world. Don't you get it yet? And you see everybody like that. And it's, I think it's, it talks in the scriptures about how some of these rich people, they have estates named after them. They, they put their name on everything as though they're going to last forever. Can they make a name for themselves? They leave it all behind. And what's it going to do? And somebody else is going to see this uh, big building or statue or whatever of somebody, and they're going to what? Sit there and admire you? People are so self-centered. They're so, they're so insular. They're so selfish. They couldn't care less about you. There were times when I thought people cared about me. They care about themselves more than they care about me. Right. I'm not blaming them. I'm not condemning them. I've been, th I've been there too. I've cared more for myself than I've cared about anybody else and maybe everybody else put together. It's the way it's been. Right. It's the way it's been. And you think that if you were selfish enough to try and put your name here permanently, yeah. that you'd understand that everybody else is that way too and they don't really care. <laughs> They're just taking your free money. They'll put any name on their gymnasium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They yeah. don't care. Your name's up there. The kids don't care about who you are. It doesn't matter. They got your money. Couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. And guess what? Get who? Guess who does put your name on, on an eternal right. memoriam or, right. or monument or the whatever? Think about the widow with the two mites. Right. 2,000 years ago, we're reading about her. Right. Are we reading about any of those Pharisees or any of those scribes Not or Sadducees? Not positively, right? Uh, there's Joseph of Arimathea, right? right? You know, so he was, a, he was a Pharisee. But there's the woman. Or what about the woman that says uh, this will be written about her? Mm -hmm. There'll be this record where, where she anointed him with, with oil, mm -hmm. right? No name. In one mm -hmm. case, there was no name. In another, there was. And that was uh, Mary, I believe. Um, but uh, the Lord puts those down, and y and you remember them, mm -hmm. and everybody knows about them, thousands of years later. But all so many other people that have passed by and they've been very wealthy and they've had great achievements, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're yeah. forgotten. There's empires yeah. that pass, yeah. and, and they think they're pretty clever when they can find the name of somebody and keep all the kings in a row on a calendar. Yeah. yeah whole legacies have been forgotten in the sands. We, we don't value, we don't value the true riches. Right. And the true riches are keeping God's commandments, keeping his law. Okay. Do not hide your commands from me. My heart aches with longing. He's saying, God, don't hide these commands from me. Would God do that? Yes, he would. We need revelation from God. And he will hide things from us. 
and it's our responsibility to seek them out. Isn't it, doesn't it say in the scriptures it is the glory of God to conceal a matter and it's the glory of man to, to search it out? Mm -hmm. He will hide those things from us. I know he's hid them from me. And we have to seek them out. We have to search them out. And we have to obey in the things that he's already given us. Otherwise, what, what's the point of him giving us more? Right. That's the way it works. I want to know your judgments at all times. My heart aches with longing. You reprimand the proud. Cursed are those who disobey your commands. Cursed are those who disobey your commands. I know that I have felt the curse of God, the wrath of God, the displeasure of God, the disfavor of God. Anytime I just step, step away from doing what I know I should be doing. It's just there. It's just like just something in the air. It's a curse. It's a curse. Mm -hmm. It is. And you pay the price. It's not just as flimsy as a little wisp of air. No. Your, your life is impacted. Right. It's there. It, the, the effect is there. The fruit is there. Always. Always. There's never an exception. The hellish state is immediately there. That's right. That's right. Free me from their insult and scorn because I have kept your laws. Yeah, it was following, that verse was following up on, you re reprimand the proud. Cursed are those who disobey your commands. Free me from their insults and scorn because I have kept your laws. I can feel scorn. I can feel, uh, I've, I've had millions of insults and, and most people have laughed at me or mocked me because I'm, a Christian and I don't want to be calling myself a Christian because what stuff is is going there happening in the world in the name of Christianity I don't I don't want anything to do with it right I just don't want anything to do with it because I know it's wicked I know it's hip, hip, hypocritical I know it is and I feel the contempt of these people who profess faith I feel their contempt because I'm this cult. I'm the guy that doesn't go to church. I'm the guy that doesn't do this, that, or the other, mm -hmm. right? And and I can just I can just pick it up from them. It's there. Yeah, their contempt is there. Anyone. So you must be the guilty party. Yes. But yeah. that's you know they because you if you're telling people the truth, you run into contention everywhere you go. Yes. And then eventually you're just yeah. like you're that guy. Yeah. It's like yeah, I've had enough. I don't yeah. want to hear anymore. Right. You're just ranting and railing against everybody, and right. you always have a problem with right. somebody and right. something. So it must be you. Martin, all this stuff that's happening now, for half a century I've been warning people. Right. Saying it's coming. Here it is here. Do you think I'm going to get any recognition for it? I didn't expect any recognition. I don't expect any recognition, and I don't, I don't even want it. Right. I, I, it. It's irrelevant. Right. But I've said that it's coming. And how did I know this? I didn't. I wasn't up there with the high, the the guys, the high and mighty in this world who are planning all these things and 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 planning to make them happen and putting implementing them. I didn't know any of that or stuff. Among those who study them. Right, right. Yeah. You know, I haven't been a conspiratorialist, as, as they would call it. But I knew these things from above. I just knew them from the Lord, and I. I I've talk to people that these things are coming and I've talked to them about how false religion is causing all this to happen they are doing their own thing in the name of God taking his name in vain uh, the stuff was going to hit the fan call it yogurt or whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. but it was going to come 
judgment was going to come. That's all there is to it. I knew that. And I knew that I had to live my life according to God's will, according to his commandments, according to his truth, according to his law. And anybody that wants to escape the wrath of God, you're going to have to go in the same direction. Otherwise, you're toast. You're finished. That's all there is to it. The rulers meet and plot against me. How many times has that happened? But I will study your teachings. Your instructions give me pleasure. They are my advisors. Your instructions give me pleasure. Most people hate advice. They hate being told what to do. And, and, and I've heard that cry from a few people where, where they've said, you're not going to tell me what to do. And then there were places where I knew it was devils in those people speaking. Mm -hmm. You're not going to tell me what to do. That's Satan himself. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, your instructions give me pleasure. They are my advisors. Next section, determination to obey the law of the Lord. Oh, people, lawless people hate that word obedience. They just absolutely abhor it. I had that customer in the other day. We had talked about all kinds of things, corruption and religion, and she was on board. And yeah. seemed like the conversation was going well, and she was so happy to hear it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> But I didn't want her to have the impression that we just were cynical of, right. of what, Christianity in general, or right. Jesus Christ, right. or the need for... Because there are many people out there that are cynical of just right. that, and yes. Said, so, you know, to be clear, uh, just because I'm pointing out the corruption in religion, I said, I am not doing away with the law of God. The law of God is immutable, and we do have to obey it. Amen. Immediately, immediately, like lights went out, and oh... Well, have you noticed that you've been doing all the talking and you haven't let me? I'm just totally wiped out now, and uh, and there was no. And I said, I said, well, you can speak. Go ahead. And she problem. was. She had been speaking. Right. And oh, there was a perfectly fine conversation happening. I said, yeah. but go ahead. I said, if there's something you feel you need to express, go. Well, yeah. I can't now. I'm just totally wiped out, and you yeah. did this to me, and and yeah. I have to go yeah. now. And then just boom, yeah. off she went. Yeah, the victim. And it was it was within a few seconds of talking about obedience to yeah. the law of God. Yeah. Yeah. And she just that totally amazing? changed her tune and would no yeah. longer have a conversation. Yeah. I would say that was demon possession. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Determination to obey the law of the Lord. People say, well, I try. Didn't work. Or I don't really want to. But you have to go in the opposite direction all the way. You have to be determined to obey the law of the Lord. All right, so you fall flat on your face, you trip, you stumble. You just get up and go at it again. Mm -hmm. I learned that by having to do that. Mm -hmm. I knew I couldn't quit, and the Lord wouldn't let me quit. And you, you read the scriptures where, and I've said it here tonight, you, you, you need God's grace to keep the law. But he'll give you enough to make you responsible, to, to give you something to work with, and if you commit to that, it's not much at first, you commit to that, and then he'll give you more. He'll give you more grace as you grow along. But, that, but you, ha you can't quit. And you can't just wash your hands of the whole responsibility. You just can't do that. Um, yeah. I lie defeated in the dust. I remember one of the lines in one of my songs. Uh, in the dust I toss and turn, hoping he will save. And then you have the one referring to the bloody ground. Um, yeah. Wondered if I'd ever leave the bloody ground. Yeah. 
three times I fell so hard I wondered if I'd ever leave exactly. the ground. Yeah, yeah, the bloody ground. That's right. Uh, I, w- I want to say, I just want to tell you that in my songs, there's so many of these things in, in my songs. They're all there. And at the time that I wrote a lot of these things, I don't, I can't say that I understood so much what I was saying, what I was writing years ago, 20, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago. My first song was in 1975. I didn't understand a lot of what, was, what, what I was putting down on paper. I did not understand it. Or I certainly didn't expect it to be happening. Or didn't, I didn't really, I wasn't aware of these things. But they came. They developed. Give it another 20 years. Yeah. I lie defeated in the dust. Revive me as you have promised. I confessed all I have done. And you answered me. Teach me your ways. Help me to understand your laws. And I will meditate on your wonderful teachings. He's talking about his laws. And he's calling them wonderful teachings. I am overcome by sorrow. Man. Strengthen me as you have promised. Keep me from going the wrong way. And in your goodness, teach me your law. That's what life is all about here. That's what it's all about. I have chosen to be obedient. I have paid, I have chosen to be obedient. You have to choose it. It's a choice. I have paid attention to your judgments. I have followed your instructions, Lord. Don't let me be put to shame. We are so afraid of being put to shame. And rightly we ought to be. But for what reason? But he says, don't let me be ashamed. Don't, don't let me be a failure. Don't let me lose uh, to my enemies in the struggles and battles that I have with them every day, it, within and without. Right. Don't let that happen, Lord. He's, he's asking God to not let that happen. Right? I will eagerly obey your commands because you will give me more understanding. So with understanding, we obey his commands. The less understanding we have, the less we com- obey his commands. It's all about understanding his law, his duty, his, his word. And the more we obey, it's like I said a little earlier. He gives you a little bit to work with. And if you're faithful in that, it's like the man given one talent. Right. You know? Here, here's, a, here's, here's some investment money. And he wasn't talking money there, but let's just use it sure. as, a, as an example. I'll give you some investment money. Put it out there. Use it. Increase it. And then when he came back to review what each of these servants had done, uh, he multiplied what they had. He gave them all cities. Yes. All right, where are we here? Uh, Teach me, O Lord, the meaning of your laws, and I will obey them at all times. Explain your law to me. Back up here a little bit. Teach me the meaning of your laws. There's a law. Thou shalt not murder. Thou shalt not kill, right? Mm-hmm. So we think, well, we know what that is. We're not supposed to kill somebody. But you know you can kill people in a thousand ways? Mm-hmm. A lot of layers to that law. Yes. And well, he's asking the Lord to teach him the meaning of, right. of his law. And what did the Lord say when he came later, uh, you know, what, uh, uh, maybe uh, a thousand years after these things were written? What did he say? It is written, 
you shall, you shall not kill. But I say to you, if you hate somebody, in your in your, without a cause, right? Mm-hmm. You're guilty of murder. And, and they th- and, and they they'll tell you that Jesus was doing away with the law. Yeah. He's upping the ante. He's, 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 he's raising the bar. Exactly. He's coming along and saying, yeah, okay, so you, you can't outwardly kill your neighbor. Yeah. But yeah. you so much as breathe evil That's about right. him. That's right. You're That's guilty right. of murder. That's right. And look at all the lies that have been told about us. For sure. How many people have killed us? And they're, and they're you know what? They will suffer the very c- kinds of things that they wished on us. The kind of lies that they told about us, that's the stuff that they are going to suffer. It's law. It's God's law. You're not going to escape that. It's just the way it works. I'm not looking at the camera all the time. I'm talking to looking at everybody else. The audience, right? Right. The audience is all falling asleep. They're all, they're all dozing off. Not all of them. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, there was one somewhere else. Um, and, you know, I was going to tell you about this flashlight. Right? It's nice. I like it. I, I don't want to wear glasses. I don't have to wear glasses. I've got this little light here and it does just fine. thought there was going to be more I was going to tell you about that, <laughs> but I guess we'll forget that for now. <laughs> without, without wanting to forget. Right. All right. Here I am. All right, yes. Teach me, O Lord, the meaning of your laws, and I will obey them at all times. If you understand the meaning of the laws, you are going to... It says here, the more understanding you get, the more you will be obeying his laws. Because they make sense. Mm -hmm. They make sense. And if you have that sense imparted to you, you will do it because you'll know it's the right thing. and You'll know that you'll prosper from that. You'll benefit from that. You get burned a few times for not doing it. And Absolutely. It really starts making Absolutely. Sense. <laughs> well, he goes on to say just that very kind of thing, Martin. Yeah. I will keep it with all my heart. You know, explain your law to me and I will obey it. I will keep it with all my heart. Keep me obedient to your commandments because in them I find happiness. What? Keeping God's commandments makes me happy? You bet it does. There's no other way of being happy. Right. There's uh, there's another scripture. I don't think it's here. It's not in here, but it's elsewhere where it says, uh, um, "Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keep, keeps your law, happy is he." You hear so often people repeat the first few words, "Where there is no vision, the people perish." So what's the antidote? What's the answer to that? But he that keeps your law, happy mm-hmm. is he. Guess what? Not only does he not perish, he's happy. Right. He flourishes. Right? right? Prosperous. Give me the desire to obey your laws rather than to get rich. There it is right there. Give me the desire to obey your laws rather than to get rich. And you can try to be rich in many ways. Say, you may want to be rich uh, with friends. You may b- want to be rich in what popularity, the or approval, or yes, yes, not just money, social not just standing, yes, heroism, yes. and we we all like that kind of stuff. We we all like to be appreciated. We like to possess things, right? But he says here, what does it say? Keep me obedient to your commandments, because in them I find happiness. Give me the desire to obey your laws rather than to get rich. Keep me from paying attention to what is worthless 
every day we see people paying attention, paying attention, paying attention to the things that are what the Bible calls worthless. They're just not worth anything. Mm -hmm. We're all gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna leave it all behind. Mm -hmm. We're gonna leave it all behind and we're working so hard to not only get it, but to keep it. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. We're, we're a mad populace, aren't we? We're just, we're out of our minds. Mm -hmm without God's grace. I'm saying, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying you have to live that way. You don't have to live that way. Here it is, I'm giving you the answers right here in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. Love his commandments, seek after him. Ask him to give you that mercy, that grace, that ability to keep your law. And we've got it made. Mm -hmm. With that, Martin, we've got it made. Be good to me as you have promised. Keep your promise to me, your servant. The promise you make to those who obey you. Uh, throughout the scriptures, if you obey my, my commandments, if you do this, if you do that, it'll go well for you, right? He promises that. He promises that. So why isn't it going well for you? Why isn't it going well? Why are you, why do you have that certain great problem that you can't shake or that, that vice that you have that you can't let go of? Why? There's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. It's not God's fault. Right. The buck stops with you. And he doesn't appoint a problem for you no, in that sense. that's right. Save me from the insults I fear. We're always afraid of what other people think and what they say. And, and look at today, they can get on the internet, they can get into Facebook or wherever else, um, or any of these media, and they'll, they'll lash out at you, mm -hmm. and they'll keep their names anonymous, mm -hmm. right? And they think that they'll get away with it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they won't get away with a thing. They won't get away with a thing. But there they are, throwing insults. Mm -hmm. And they think that they can just hide themselves, conceal themselves. Doesn't happen. We've had some people tell lies, such lies about us, and they didn't think we could find out, mm -hmm. right? Like this one guy from what? Was it Alabama? Yeah. What's so. his name? Dale something? Mr. Bosarge. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. He thought we wouldn't get caught up with him or get, 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 get catching up with him. And what happened? Everything was uncovered with him and the, and the, and the dirty stuff that was in his life that, that people were hiding, that he was hiding, that his family was hiding. Wow. That's, that's a pretty dramatic example, I think. But, but there have been many. And uh, there'll be many more. People are being exposed now. Look at all the leftists. Look, what, look at Joe Biden and, and Hunter Biden and all these other people. Uh, Trudeau, aren't they all being exposed? They're being exposed. And it won't stop there. Right. Exposure, it won't, it won't stop with the exposure. It's going to go all the way. They don't know that. They think they're riding high. They think that they're sitting on top of the world and there's nobody that's going to get them. And they have to have a chance to be in that position to exactly. play all their cards. Exactly. That's right. And they, the, the Enough rope to hang themselves, as the saying goes. And, and the, the pinnacle of, of declaring yourself emperor of the world is to be evil shamelessly. Yes. You, you know what I Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. It's like when they finally have all that power, they're like, look, I'm going to be evil right out in the yeah, open. Yeah. And you won't be able to say anything. Yeah, and what are you going to do, do about it? Ha, ha, ha. Exactly, because right? yeah. that's the, that's, I don't think it goes any further in the power realm than that. Right, right. 
That's that's yeah. what they're looking for is to that's be right. evil publicly. They're saying there is no God. And nobody can do anything about it. That's yeah. right. There is no God. And then there is the judge of the earth, of the whole earth, as Abraham addressed them. You are the judge of the whole earth. God judges everything. Right. And you can't hide a thing from him. Right. Ah, uh, but God doesn't exist. Yeah. Right. We'll find out. Yeah. Give it a shot. Yeah. How wonderful are your judgments. I want to obey your commands. Give me new life, for you are righteous. Trusting the law of the Lord. Show me how much you love me, Lord, and save me according to your promise. Then I can answer those who insult me, because I trust in your word. Enable me to speak the truth at all times. I'm always asking the Lord to just give me the, the, the faith, the courage, the boldness, mm -hmm. just to speak the truth all the time. Speak the truth, speak mm -hmm. the truth. That's what it's all about. And I notice that if I don't speak the truth, if I pass by and just let it go, I find myself a little bit weaker. Mm -hmm. A little bit weaker. Next time around, it's going to be a little tougher to speak the truth and just tell it like it is. That's the way it works. On the other hand, when you speak the truth, you're given more courage. You're given more boldness. Mm -hmm. You're being faithful with, with what's given you. And that's how it works. So, you know, you can be in a bit of a hole. You want out of there? Start obeying the Lord from there and you'll, you'll start to come out. If you, if you continue to disobey him or disbelieve him or not do the right thing, you're digging that pit that much deeper mm -hmm. and it'll be that much tougher to come out of it. Mm -hmm. That's right. Today, today something happened. We stopped for gas. And uh, there was a lady coming into the place to pay for the gas and I was just coming out. And I had seen her at the pumps. And I felt like saying, and, and she, she, she seemed down-spirited, mm -hmm. right? And I felt like saying to her, praise the Lord. I wanted to give her that instruction, praise the Lord. It wasn't just an expression of praise the Lord mm -hmm, kind of mm -hmm. thing. But no, praise the Lord. In other words, you praise the Lord. I didn't say you. I just said praise the Lord. So I didn't say that. I went in to pay for my gas. She follows me having filled her tank. She's coming in to pay for her gas. And there was the guy at the desk collecting the money. And I'm just opening the door to head out. And I turn around to her. I knew I needed to say this. And I wasn't going to feel right about it if I didn't. Mm -hmm. I would have felt rotten about it if I hadn't. Mm -hmm. I know that. And I said, I looked her in the eye and I said, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. She looks at me. How many times do you have a stranger say something like that out of the blue? And she says, praise the Lord. Something clicked there. If even if, 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 if even it was only a prod mm -hmm. to acknowledge some truth there. Right. And this is the kind of thing that happens. And if we deny those moments, mm -hmm. we, just, we just fade a little bit. There's mm -hmm. a little bit of death there. There's a little bit of hell there well, in disobedience. I had that with this fellow here in the store. And he had some things to say about what I was saying, some resistance. Mm -hmm. And you're dealing with a bunch of people and you're talking to them. And he's saying these things and you, and you, you know it's resistance, but you don't know quite what to say about it. Mm -hmm. you know, then the conversation's over and you walk away and you leave it. And I'm thinking, I can't leave that unaddressed. Right. Yeah. Because it just festers. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just had to go back to him and I told him, you're just, you're just resisting. 
making excuses. Yes. Being self-righteous. You and can't he knows do that. that's true. Right. Yeah. And I just had to tell him. And it wasn't, I don't have any animosity towards him or anything no. like that. No, it's got nothing to do with that. But you, if, if there's something there that you have to say. Yeah. And, and, and I think some people have, they've never experienced the release Right. That comes with it's been a whole lifetime they've never expressed themselves. Right. Yeah. And so, it's it's even hard for them to be motivated to do it because they don't even know there's a reward associated with it. Right. And then just one time. And you know, Martin, they 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 don't really have the sense of the importance of it they don't or even the value. Know, of they don't it. even know the absence of it is the problem. Yes. Yes. That's they don't right. know. So you tell them you're like, why don't you just say what you mean and then they yeah. do it and then suddenly it's like yeah. yeah and the next time it's like you say it's a little easier it yeah. gets a little easier yeah but just yeah. say what you mean yeah not something else yeah that's right not something close uh, there have been times when i've wanted to give somebody a hug just give them a hug and i hold back and i'm sorry for it later and i'm thinking i should have given that person a hug that happened today It wasn't like a serious thing that I could tell, uh, and by God's grace, it'll be remediated, remedied. But uh, but it was something, and maybe that person needed it. Maybe I think they did, but I didn't do it. And I thought I might be presumptuous, but it's just things like that. And, like and I'm thinking about these kind of things all the time. And it can be remedied. Yeah. And that's that's a really important thing too. Sometimes you just feel like, oh, I missed that opportunity. Yeah, and, you know, it really can screwed up. Yes. It can happen. Yeah, but a lot of the time, it might be a little more awkward or a little strange. And you know, like even this fellow here, I just went back to him and I just brought up the conversation we're having again about that conversation the other day. Right, right. You know, it's weird, right? It's obviously easier to try and respond in the moment. But you don't have the you don't have the time, but it's a little bit more natural. Yeah. To make an objection when the conversation's there, but to be one of those guys that brings up the whole thing all over again and starts talking about it again, yeah. people don't like that. Yeah, that's right. So it takes a little. It takes a little more. What unction or what's the word? Determination and I don't know. Anyway, to get in there and, and do it the second time around, right. but it can still be done. Yeah, yeah. You just go in there. Yeah. Speak your mind. And these are all all these situations, whether we fail or succeed, they are lessons. They are they are directions to move us forward. Mm -hmm. You know, he, God is merciful. He's merciful. Well, we're sin abounds, yeah. grace abounds more. Amen. He yeah. compensates. Uh, what was that on Monday? We had a, a lady visit us, right? And uh, stranger, never mm -hmm. met her before. Mm -hmm. You know, heard of her. And that's it. And uh, and she came to our place, and. Uh, she, 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 she seemed quite positive. And it almost felt to me like she wanted a hug right there from us. <laughs> and I, and I it wasn't making much sense to me. I didn't know for sure. So I left it. And then after the whole visit was over and she stayed uh, for supper with us and uh, she was leaving, uh, I didn't know, sh should I give her a hug or not, you know? And uh, she says, can I give you a hug? She said that to both of us. Mm -hmm. And I, I answered and I said, I thought you'd never ask. Right. And it was a nice warm hug, mm -hmm. you know? But there, there's, there's a lot of 
essence. There's a lot of power. There's a lot of um, value in those kinds of things. There is more than we dream, more than we realize, mm-hmm. and we need to respond. We need to shed our our inhibitions. We need to shed our pride or our ego or whatever it is that holds us back. Shyness, call it what you want, mm-hmm. you know. But we need we need to get honest. We need to get open. We need to to trust the Lord with 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 good things. We need to do that. We mm-hmm. just need to do it. Start with the small stuff, and just. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trusting the law of the Lord. Trusting the law of the Lord. Are we going to get a reward for it? Are we going to be at least spared the wrath or the uncomfortability if we we obey the law of the Lord? Uh, Yes. We need to trust him. We need to know that it's the right thing. We just need to know that it's the right thing. In other words, believe him. Mm-hmm. Believing the Lord. It's you, faith. You it's have, faith all the way. You can have parents give you an instruction, and you can obey. Because, of course, the consequence sucks for not doing it. Right. But that's a different level from um, obeying because you're believing. Yes. Yeah. Because you, you know the instructions coming from that direction are trustworthy and sound. And you don't even really have to question it. Right. You just have to do it. Right. And it'll have the same reward, and you won't have had to figure it all out. Right. Yeah. You just believe it. Yeah. And do it. Yeah. And it comes for free then. And it makes it that much easier. You're that much stronger the next time around. Right. Show me how much you love me, Lord, and save me according to your promise. He's full of promise. God is full of the promise of goodness to us, to those that obey him, that trust his law. Then I can answer those who insult me. I've been so falling short of being able to answer people that, that have insulted me over and over again. And maybe, you know, there are those who might disagree with me on that statement that I just made. But on the other hand, I, I think I feel that way partially, not only because I feel like I've, yeah, it's, it's because I have felt like I've fallen short. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that would... I guess it's just a, a constant progress of heading in the right direction so that I'm, I never feel totally comfortable, mm-hmm. totally satisfied, satisfied like I've done the right thing and I'm, I've, I've arrived, I've made it. I just don't, I just, in, in, in one way I have arrived, but in another way it just keeps going. You just keep, you keep moving down that road. Well, you wouldn't want nothing to happen. No, well, yeah. As far so as I'm you, concerned, you, you can arrive at retirement, but what do you do? Kick up your feet and never do anything again? Like right. you still want to be working at something. Yeah, there's still things yeah. in mind. Even sure. when you retire, the pressure's off. Well, we're here. There's a purpose. Right. Well, we're here. There's a purpose. Yeah. Enable me to s- speak the truth at all times. How many of us speak the truth? You know what? I I sense myself. One way or another, lying. One way or another, I'm hiding something. One way or another, uh, I'm uh, denying the reality. One way or another, I feel like I could have said something a little differently or, or I'm concealing something. It's, 
th there's both. There's both. You know that you walk with the Lord. You know the Lord, and yet there's there's still a something there that I have to admit. It is. Um, I I never I never feel perfectly honest. I just don't. And that's I would have to say that's because I'm not perfectly honest every day. And I think I think every one of us can relate mm -hmm. to to that. I think every one of us can relate to that. There, there in our in our flesh, Paul says, in my flesh uh, dwells no good thing. The heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? Yeah, and 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 I see that, and I hear that, and when I deal with people, I know who's against me, and I know who's not against, me, or or who's for me. I know right. that. I can just pick it up. I can just feel it. Right. I just know it. They're not being honest with me. There are people out there. So many people that are just not being honest with me. And he'll talk about that here as well. And I know that I could be more honest, more straightforward, more more direct. Right. Just tell it like it is. Like that lady today, praise the Lord. Tell her to praise the Lord. If I had not done that, I wouldn't have been honest. And I had a little round of that when we were both at the pumps. I could have said to her, praise the Lord. But I didn't. But God gave me, graciously gave me an opportunity for mm -hmm. that to happen. But that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about, honesty. Or, you know, I might have supper with, with Marilyn, and I know that she likes to be praised for her cooking, and she doesn't like to be criticized for it. And so oftentimes I won't say anything. Uh, and I know that uh, that kind of stuff happens with, uh, with the guys at the farm, and everybody likes to have some, some credit, some praise and whatever else. And there's certain things that maybe I don't quite like so much. That's true. And it's not a big deal. No. It's not a big deal. <laughs> uh, but why can't I just be honest and say, well, you know, this could have used a little salt or, 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 or I hate taco chips or... <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, we don't want to offend. We don't want to hurt. We don't want to hurt people's feelings or they get easily hurt, right? And why? Because they're not being honest. Why can't people take criticism? Because they're not honest. Right. That's why you can't take criticism. Anyway, I'll shut up along those lines for now. <laughs> yeah, my, my wife points out to me that I do want to eat tomorrow. <laughs> Don't I? <laughs> to tell you the honest truth, Marilyn? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do want to eat. Um, okay, here are we. Um, because it was Yeah, enable me to speak the truth at all times. Honesty. We're, we're talking about uh, publishing some music. Mm -hmm. You want to say something about that? We're talking, we're talking. You guys want to say something? Might be worth it. It's kind of here. It's just. You're referring to. Uh, persona. Yeah, there's a, the producer of Victor's yeah. music is. Um, wanting with with uh, another fellow to present the music to a distributor, and uh, and so they're they're kind of looking for like what's your stick, what's your who are you? What some, kind some of a marketing strategy could we yeah, use yeah, to get you out yeah, there yeah, to get attract some attention? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, who is Victor? Right. Right. Yeah. Just like Johnny Cash, he's the rebel, right? He's the outlaw rebel. I think uh, John mm -hmm. called him. Or Willie Nelson, he's the the pot smoking hippie, hipster, or whatever, right? 
So they've got this persona. Mm -hmm. Keith Richards, he probably doesn't do heroin, but he looks like it and <laughs> he likes to play the part, right? Yeah. And so they use that as a marketing strategy, you know, and all kinds of people. Uh, and and, and they, they're, they're talking about getting a record label uh, for me. And so they're looking for some gimmick or some sort of thing to work with, right? So tying that in with honesty. Mm-hmm. D doing the opposite of having a shtick, which is yes. mo more or less giving yourself an identity that you, that's, I mean, it could be even slightly true, but most of the time when you have a shtick, it's just a exaggerated, not so truthful right. representation. Of right. You. It's just a, a stretching. It's like. It's is it ever <coughs> otherwise? Yeah. Like In the world? In the market? Is it ever otherwise? Maybe, a, I don't know, it's a I'm caricature. asking. If you have a slightly bigger nose, they draw you with a huge nose. Right. And that's what they're kind of looking like. Yeah. If Victor were a caricature, what would he be? He wouldn't be one with a big nose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, it would be the opposite. Right. Instead of a long nose, right. a good short honest nose. Um, <laughs> I... I managed to grab that one there just on time <laughs> before it went sailing overhead. Well, you were just being honest. Right. Well, I honestly almost missed it. Um, but the, the stick would just be honesty. Just and it gives everybody else the option too. Yeah. And that's one of the nice things about being honest with somebody. Is it? Is it gives everybody else the option too? Right. It's a gift. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always remember the words that the Lord spoke when, when the disciples were first coming to him, right? And uh, one of the disciples goes and finds another one, finds Nathaniel, mm -hmm. right? And uh, thing to be remembered for, anyway, yeah. And, and, yeah, that's the only thing we really know of with him, isn't right. it? <laughs> but, hey, isn't it powerful? Right. You know, and, and, and he was coming across like he was kind of Aloof. cynical. Right, for sure. Right. Can anything good come from Galilee? Yeah. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. And that Galilee? was that, who was that Philip that brought him to the Lord? In any case, whoever it was, Nathaniel comes. He's brought to the Lord, and and uh, the Lord says, "Behold, an Israelite." Mm -hmm. That means a true Christian, mm -hmm. an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no guile. He knew what he had said, or at least he picked up his spirit then and there. He may not have mm -hmm. known literally what he had said. and uh, But he had just expressed himself honestly, even if it was mm -hmm. a cynical thing. Can any good thing come from Galilee? Maybe he wasn't cynical. But, but he may have known what he said because he also, didn't he also say, I saw you there sitting underneath the tree? That's right. So the Lord did have an insight yeah. into yeah, he did. his, his yeah. past there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and there it was. And you know, the, the, the hallmark of a true Christian, a true believer, like when he talks, refers to an Israelite, we're talking believers. We're talking people walking by faith. And mm -hmm. don't even use the word Christian today because the, the word Christian can mean a million things and, and none of, there's, none there's of million, it any good. a million fake Christs. That's right. So. That's right. That's right. But here was a guy who had faith and he, and he spoke honestly. Mm -hmm. That's a believer. Yeah. And these people who say, well, no, no, I don't want to hear that. That's... that's I, I, I'm just fed up with religion. Mm -hmm. That guy's not being honest at all. Totally. He's not being honest at all. Yeah. Got to keep going here.
This is going to be like what? Part part 1, 2, and 3? Maybe. Because we're at verse 40. Then I can answer the because I trust in your word. Okay. Enable me to speak the truth at all times because my hope is your judge is in your just judgments. I will always obey your law forever and ever. His hope is in the Lord's judgments and he wants to know that when the Lord makes those judgments that the judgments are in favor with him. Mm -hmm. And how can they be? By him keeping those commandments, mm -hmm. his law, right? That's the only way that you can ever have favor from God's judgments. Right. And you may get into a conflict with people. They may say all kinds of things, and you may say all kinds of things, and you get into uh, a fight, or uh, you just have this uh, disagreement, and you'd like to know that you're right. And you'd like to maybe know that God thinks you're right. Mm -hmm. But hey, if you keep his commandments, it'll be okay for you. But if you're not keeping his commandments, if you're not being honest, if you're not being truthful, mm -hmm. those judgments are not going to be favorable to you. That's all there is to it. Mm -hmm. The Lord will let the enemy do things As to you. you say, the, the judgment won't be in your favor even if you were right. Yes, yes, that's right. You can be in an altercation with your enemy, and you can be right, and they can be wrong. That's right. But the Lord can still give them the victory. You may even think that you've won those, those altercations. You, you've defeated your, your mm -hmm. foes. But, but in the Lord's judgment, he sees the hearts. So where are you at with that, mm -hmm. right? And we're dealing with that kind of stuff now with people, mm -hmm. right? They think that because they're smart-mouthed, they mm -hmm. think that because they're clever and that they can argue mm -hmm. skillfully that and put somebody down, they think that they're doing the right thing? Mm -hmm. No, no, that's that's not going to draw the Lord's judgment to uh, favorable judgment. It's the opposite. Yes, absolutely. Especially if you're going in his name. Right. Using his name to do that? There's a time and a place for delivering a blow most of the time when people are just being combative and nasty and ruthless. Yeah. Using the truth in a brutal way. Yes. You, there may be times where you have to... That's what I'm saying. There are times for yeah. that, but yeah. most of the time. Yeah. And it's not as though those people don't deserve it. Right. Right? But that's not good enough for the Lord. But hey, Israel deserved the judgment that came from Babylon, but the Lord said, but you took it too far, Babylon. Yeah, that's right. So that's even exactly, they were deserving. That's a good example of that. That's yeah. right. You know, they were deserving. It doesn't mean there isn't consequences for taking yeah. it too far. That's right. Igor? Uh, I will always obey your law forever and ever. I will live in perfect freedom. Yeah. Amazing. Freedom. Now there's freedom. I know that when I'm obeying the Lord, I'm walking with the Lord and speaking the truth, I have freedom. I just have, when I, when I said what I said to that lady, I drove away and I was just thanking the Lord. I was just thankful for, for what had happened there. Yeah. Or when I finally wrote my letter to, to, to John there, mm -hmm. like I thought, you know, who wants to read a six, seven page letter? For goodness sake, Victor, why don't you shut your mouth already? Just put your pen away and just send a couple of sentences, be brief be accurate and that'll do it and and I talked to you about that and he says well Victor you just you like doing that and you're going to do what you want to do anyway so just go ahead and do it <laughs> isn't that what you said <laughs> it sounds like something I would say well it was <laughs> pretty much and 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 I I I was forced to agree with you if I was going to be honest. You're right. <laughs> I was counting on you being honest. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I appreciate hearing that. Yeah. Uh, if you're sincere, if you're no, being I'm honest being, about it. I'm that. being honest. 
this is not a comedy show. We are serious <laughs> while we're laughing and joking about it. But it's we have the freedom to talk about these things. But you can be you can be honest about it and just be like, look, you're you're going to do it anyway. Well, and I did. And I've never I seen you not <laughs> do it. I've seen you I've seen you prevaricate for a little while. Right. But I've never seen you not do it. Right. So don't waste any time. Prevaricate. Is, Is that, that the right being word? dishonest? <laughs> I think so. Isn't it? Mm. Kind of dance around a little bit or whatever. You know, and there are mild forms of dishonesty and horrible yeah. forms of dishonesty. Speaker acts in an evasive way. Yeah. And there's a place for that, too. There is a place for that. So you have to find that fine line where, where, uh, where whatever... Uh, it's an attitude. It's not a... It's not a yeah. It's not a yeah. form or a recipe. Motive. It, it's yeah. It's your attitude because there's yeah. times where you you do have to be dishonest with people. Yeah, yeah. And like you have to tell your wife, I love this stuff. Right. If you're gonna eat tomorrow, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> but um, she is a good cook. I have to say, she's a tremendous she does cook. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's being honest. <laughs> she's <too>. here. <laughs> <laughs> Still you want here. her to keep trying, not coast. Yeah. Yeah. You right. got a long ways to go yet, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not off the hook, Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you may have done your ten thousand. Start on the next ten thousand. Ten thousand more. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm Gladwell, thank you. Um, okay, where are we here? Yes, I will live in perfect freedom. Freedom comes from speaking the truth. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be honest about about things and you're going to be honest with yourself and honest with others, you have freedom. It's wonderful. It's wonderful, and I've I've lived a life of hiding away or, or just kind of covering over something. It just doesn't pay. It might, it might not harm you a lot, but it, at the same time, it doesn't give you anything. And we're here to, we're mm -hmm. here to receive grace and to improve and to grow. Mm -hmm. We're not here to be just uh, what, still pools of water that go stale. Mm -hmm. Just not here for that. Um, I will live in perfect freedom because I try to obey your teachings. At least, at least give the try. You might fail. Mm -hmm. But at least you try. Mm -hmm. And as you try, the Lord honors that. Mm -hmm. He honors it. He knows our frame that we are but dust. Yes, that's right. It's that's experience. right. That's right. Exactly. I will announce your commands to kings. Mm -hmm. We're afraid to testify of the Lord. We're afraid to mention the Lord Jesus Christ. How much more so with people that we have maybe some awe for and some respect for, some, some, some uh, fear of. You're more reticent to speak about the higher things of God with dignitaries. What is that? Pride? But he says, I'll speak to kings, right? I will announce your commands to kings. That's how honest you'll be. It won't matter. You won't be a respecter of persons. You'll want to speak to everybody the truth. Pardon? Moses and Aaron. Yes, exactly. 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 And That's can, right. and Moses can, and Aaron spoke and to the Pharaoh. They were just strutting on in there. Well, God sent us, and so, hey, let my people go. But there they were, presenting themselves before the ruler of the world. Amen. And, and basically saying, like, let the people go, or you're in big trouble. Yeah. And yeah. who were they? Yeah. That's right. Two Jews? Yeah. Yeah. Shepherds. Right. Just ordinary guys. Yeah. You know, where were you? I was just out tending the flock for the last 40 years, and they held shepherds in contempt. Yeah, that's right. That's right. On top of it all. Mm -hmm. 
That was just an added, added dimension. It wasn't, they weren't just shepherds that people say, well, they're just shepherds. But no, they, they contemned shepherds. Right. Yeah, that's right. Good point. Um, uh, I will announce your commands to kings, and I will not be ashamed. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm Christian. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah, I believe in God. Uh, just just a, uh, an apologetic. Is it scripture of the Lord says, blessed are those who are not uh, essentially embarrassed of me? Yes, for sure. I forget the exact word in yeah. whatever translation. Yeah. Ashamed in me. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're, not, you're not embarrassed to be known as his child. Yeah. And him that denies me before men, him will I, my, will I deny before the Father and the angels in mm-hmm. heaven. And that's in the presence, in the present. That's not just in the hereafter when, you, when, you, when you're buried and you go up there and the Lord says, oh, sorry, I'm denying you because you, denied, you mm-hmm. denied me in front of everybody else. It happens as we go along, he denies it's us. It's instantaneous. Yes. In that denial. Yes. It's, it's a loss. And he said, to, I think it was to Jeremiah, he said, don't be afraid of them because if you are afraid of them, I will confound you before their faces. He either said that to Ezekiel or Jeremiah doesn't matter it's the same law it's the same principle it's the same truth we we start fearing man and and they'll, they'll, they'll the fear of they'll, man brings us now that's right they'll trounce on us that's mm-hmm. that's the way it is um i find pleasure in obeying your commands because i love them i love them i love the law right says that later on I respect and love your commandments. I will meditate on your instructions. Think about it. Don't just let his his instruction come and go and just forget about it. Wrong thing to do. Uh, The next section is confidence in the law of the Lord. Remember your promise to me, your servant. It has given me hope. Even in my suffering, I was comforted because your promise gave me life. The proud are always scornful of me. Mm-hmm. And they are. They are. Um, but I have not departed from your law. They scorn you keeping God's law. You, they, they scorn you for, for praising the Lord. They scorn you for, mm-hmm. for, for, for wanting decency, for expressing decency. They scorn you for that. They hate it. They hate it. And it's very unpleasant. I don't like being scorned. Do you? I mean, who likes to be scorned? I remember your judgments of long ago, and they bring me comfort, O Lord. When I see the wicked breaking your law, I am filled with anger. The stuff that I'm seeing out there, it just makes my blood boil. It does. I'm filled with anger when I see all that stuff happening out there. God knows, and I I would think most people that know the Lord would know that, that we... But by the grace of God, we were all there. We could have been there. We could have been in those shoes. It's that simple. But still, but still, here's a man speaking these words and saying that the wicked things that he sees, that he witnesses, he just hates them. He hates them. And those uh, people that scorn him, they hate the law. They hate God. That's why they scorn anybody that tries to walk in the way of the Lord. Um... I remember your judgments of long ago, and they bring me comfort, O Lord. When I see the wicked breaking your law, I am filled with anger. 
during my brief earthly life, I compose, is there anything wrong with, is it always wrong to be angry? Some people, you know, a lot of these mushy people in the churches, they think, oh, anger, that's just, you're just showing yourself, you're a Pharisee. You're not a Christian, you're one of those Pharisees in the Gospels. Look at you. And, and, they, and they keep telling me I'm full of anger. And, and, and yeah, I am filled with anger. But when I have to put up with that bullshit that's out there, with those wicked things that are being said, and the accusations, and the lies, shouldn't I be angry? Who would you be if you weren't? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be honest. That's right. Denying that you're angry is a recipe for disaster. When I first started walking uh, w with the Lord and I was uh, put in the midst of uh, a lot of these evangelicals and, and whoever else was out there, I had the impression that it was a shame for you to be angry. Mm. And I would try so hard to not be angry. Mm. Didn't work. Didn't work. I was angry and I tried to be friendly with them and what loving and a kind person a gentle person a christian christ-like because mm -hmm. that's the way they portray him mm -hmm. christ-like except when they get losing it then they say well jesus was mad too he got angry with the pharisees right you know so you're, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't I've but but i remember trying to suppress that that that's uh, frustration i've tried not i i, I for a totally different reason i don't remember doing it to be christian or good or anything but I just grew up, and if, if, if somebody could get you angry, then you'd lost. Right. And so right. I kept it under control and mm -hmm. tried not to be angry so that I just wouldn't lose. Right. And, you know, <laughs> so it's a totally different reason for right. not being angry, but yeah. It's, yeah. it's equally incapacitating. Yeah. It's the yeah. same result. Yeah. If, 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 if you have reason to be angry, you need to get angry. Yes. And, <laughs> and you know, all the curious thing about it is that oftentimes when you get really angry, you figure you've got a very good reason to be angry. Right. But I, I'm kind of saying... But you're not being honest with yourself. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying that yeah. there's lots of times where you've, I've seen parents with their children, and it's like, what business do you have suppressing that anger? Yeah. Like, you can see they're frustrated by it, and they just keep their cool, and they keep their yeah. cool. And it's like, right. you are not doing anybody any favors. By not being angry. Yeah, least of all your children. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but even even in just interpersonal relationships, if something is if something is there and it's it's worthy of being angry. Yeah, God gets angry. The Bible's full of his for sure anger, his wrath, his indignation, his jealousy. And I and I can I can I can testify that there were lots of things in my childhood that I should have gotten angry about, mm -hmm. and I didn't. Mm -hmm. And you only have to get angry about them all those years later. You don't get off the hook. Right. right. You, don't, you, don't, you don't get to just avoid that experience. Maybe you don't like being angry. Maybe it stresses you. You don't get to avoid it. Yeah. You have to yeah. acknowledge that it's evil. You yeah. have to get angry about it. Yeah. Then you have to forgive. Yeah. You can hardly even start to forgive somebody until you get angry with them. That's about it. If you don't deal with it, it's That's still right. there. It's still there. Was talking and it'll fester. It'll grow. And yeah. you, you need to just express it. Just get it off your chest. Yeah. Yeah. And not I'm not suggesting people just go raging on people or anything. I'm not just saying no, no. express the things that yeah. are angering you. Yeah. Tell somebody yeah. when you do that it makes me angry. Boy, I'm gonna have to get going here with you guys here and really tell yeah. you a few things well, too. Hey. <laughs> Should have been more careful. <laughs> 
uh, where am I here? Okay. Uh, during my brief earthly life, I composed songs about your commands. I love that one. Mm -hmm. I composed songs concerning your commands. That had to be David. David wrote a lot of songs. So did Solomon write a lot of songs. But I don't, I don't know that it was Solomon who wrote the uh, Psalm 119. You wouldn't be able to say these things. Unless it was earlier in his life, I suppose. Well, somebody said it, and it was, I'm sure they were honest about it. Yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> I, it's more likely David than Solomon. Yeah, I think so. Well, I, I would agree with you, because it, it's expressing people being upset with him and everything. You, you don't hear about that from, from Solomon. Right. He didn't have that. David yeah, did. David went through the, through the mill, mm -hmm. unlike, unlike Solomon. David earned a status that Solomon enjoyed. Mm -hmm. But David was the one who paid the deep price for, for everything. He was hated, hunted, sought to be killed. Yeah. But anyway, and he did. They call him the, what, the sweet psalmist. And they talked about his music and the harp, right? Mm -hmm. he, he was skilled on a harp. But anyway, I, I like this because the Lord's given me songs, mm -hmm. right, about his law and about the things that he wants and what he doesn't want, what we should do and what we shouldn't do. All those things, they're all in the songs. There's, there's instruction there. I compose songs about your commands. In the night I remember you, Lord, and I think about your law. I find my happiness in obeying your commands. There isn't one of us that is happy unless we're obeying his commands. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. It just isn't. That's the way it is. Devotion to the law of the Lord. You are all I want, O Lord. You are all I want, O Lord. And that's something. We can we can talk about all the things we want. And he says, you are all I want, O Lord. I promise to obey your laws. I ask you with all my heart to have mercy on me as you have promised. I have considered my conduct and I promise to follow your instructions. I, I live with that all the time, considering that conduct. There's a lot to read here. We're going to have to have another part here, aren't we? How much, how long, how long have we been at it already? You're about a third of the way through, okay? Yeah. I've considered my conduct and I promise to follow your instructions. Without delay, I hurry to obey your commands. I've, I've, I've spent so many times s debating mm -hmm. or, or hesitating. He says, I hurry to follow your instructions. Without delay, I hurry to obey your commands. The wicked have laid a trap for me, but I do not forget your law. He knows, he knows that deliverance from his enemy comes with obeying his commandments. It's not with the sword. It's not with might. Mm -hmm. It's with right that he defeats his enemies. Mm -hmm. That's how it is. That's the way it's set up. We don't, do, we don't defeat our enemies because of cleverness or skill or anything like that. It's just obeying the Lord. So when I get defeated by my enemy, I know there's something wrong with me. Right. It's, there's something there that has to be corrected. Um, 
The wicked have laid a trap for me, but I do not forget your law. In the middle of the night, I wake up to praise you for your righteous judgments. I don't know how many times I wake up and I just start thanking the Lord rather than being overcome with with uh, regrets and worries and whatever else. I just start giving the Lord thanks. And that's what he's told us. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And if I hadn't been doing that thousands of times, I'd be dead. I'd be gone. I'd, I'd have been a shipwreck. I am a friend of all who serve you, of all who obey your laws. When I, when I hear somebody, I don't care who it is out there, I don't care whether they're a Christian or not, mm -hmm. whether they profess faith or not, but when I hear them saying the right thing and doing the right thing, I just, I just really appreciate them. Your heart goes really, out to yes. Give them a big hug. Yeah, amen, yeah, amen, amen, sure. amen. Yeah, for sure. And I don't care who you are. I don't care. I don't care who you are. It doesn't matter uh, whether it's whatever race or color or or sex or or nationality or level of education. It doesn't matter if you're doing something right, doing something true, doing something that's decent and honest. You just my heart goes out to them. I mm -hmm. just love that. I, you know, there's a lot of these commentators. Uh, they have a lot of faults. They say a lot of wrong things. But I would at least like to give them benefit of doubt when they're doing something right and saying something right. And it's worth I'd something. Yes, it is worth something. And they, they set the pace for other people too. They, they When they're in powers of influence, when they have that, that position of influence, they affect a lot of people. People will listen. They will carry the baton somewhere down the road. Lord, the earth is full of your constant love. It is. Mm -hmm. The Lord's, the, the earth is full of the Lord's constant love. It's there, it's there, it's there. He's everywhere. And, and that's, that's in contrast to, you know, what does the whole world say? If there was a God, this shit wouldn't be happening. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's everybody's, you know, they're, they're basic, the whole world is saying the earth is full of your disregard and you know what they're doing Martin they're only expressing their hatred for God's law exactly they hate the truth that's what they're all about they're cynical they're bitter they're wicked they want to do their own thing every man wants to do that which is right in his own eyes they despise the law of God otherwise they would not criticize the him. suffering comes from breaking it yes and he and, and David can say that the earth is filled with his love because it's his love to continue to not tolerate you destroying yourself yes that's right or others. Yeah, that's his. Yeah. Th the law is his law yeah. for the world. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. take a look at the nations that have not known it. Yeah. All right. We are at uh, verse 64 of Psalm 119. And maybe we will bring it to a close. I was hoping to go through the whole thing, but there's 176 verses. I talk a lot. Mm hmm. Don't be honest. Don't be honest. I won't. No, yeah, I do talk too much. Mm. But, uh, well, no, I don't know. I can't say that either. And so you can't say too much. I you just can just say that you talk a lot. I just have to that's say a that. Fact. I, yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's an honest fact. Yeah. No judgment involved. Praise the Lord. People, Amen. obey the truth. Obey his law. Love his law. Pursue his law. I don't care if you fail. I don't care if you um, trip and fall. I don't care if you even quit, get back there 
start again. Do not stop. Do not, do not lose hope. There's always hope. And the only hope there is is in the Lord. There's no hope anywhere else. The stuff that's happening to the earth today, to all the people, why did all that come? It's because of the hatred of God's law. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and he's dealing with it now. And we're at the end of the age. We're, we're at the age of the coming of the kingdom of God wherein dwells righteousness, mm-hmm. right? Every man is speaking truth to his neighbor. Imagine living in an environment, a social environment, whether it's your family or, or company or place, place, of, place of work or in a school, wherever, and the teacher's speaking the truth and the students are speaking the truth and, and they have a respect for what's right and true. Mm-hmm. Oh man, now there's heaven for you. And it's, it's, I was going to say, you know, people talk about they want to be part of the kingdom of God or they want to know what it is. Right. And it's like, if you want to be part of the kingdom of God or part of establishing the kingdom of God, it starts within. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's where it starts. The buck stops here. It starts with us. Right. I've talked about friendship with, uh, with, uh, with some people. And, and I want them to be my friend. Right. But you know what? I realized that I had to be their friend first. That's where it starts. If we want to be friends, I have to be the friend. I, I have, I, it's not friendship when you wait for the other person to be the friend first. Right. It's not friendship. It's not love. It's not a respect for God's law. Right. That's the way it is. We have to be the friend. Right. If I want somebody to be generous with me, I have to be generous with that person. If I want somebody to care about me, I have to care about that person. That's mm-hmm. what has to happen. I have to start it. Right. Otherwise, it won't. I can't get a harvest without sowing for it. Right. You have to sow first to get the harvest. Right. You can't expect the harvest to come up. Okay, now I've got seed. Now I'll go and, and sow. Right. It doesn't work that way. The <laughs> sowing comes first. Right. right? That's, that's what I'm saying. The sowing comes first. And if we sow what's good, we will be rewarded. Guaranteed. That's the way things work. It's law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you sow evil, you'll get it back, and you will have it multiplied. All of you people out there who are doing evil, you think you're going to get away with it. You won't get away with it. You won't get away with it. You will pay big time. So why not? Why not start on the right? Do the mm-hmm. right thing. Do the right thing. Yeah, Lord willing, we'll go through the rest of Psalm 119. I believe we Wonderful, wonderful psalm. Just wonderful. And it's, there's a place there where we'll talk about, but David, David says, oh Lord, how I love your law. And yet there are all these people who say, we've done away with the law. Jesus did away with the law. He fulfilled the law. We don't have to live by that law anymore. You guys are all liars. You're all damned fools who, say, who speak that way. You are. You really are. And, how can you and I hate that kind of talk. I'll tell you that. David was a man after God's own heart. David was Jesus, a man after God's Jesus own heart. Jesus was the son of David. Yes, that's right. That's right. Through David's house, lineage came the Messiah of Israel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So, how could he be a man after God's own heart if, if this is all just legalism and law worship? That's right. That's right. He became that by keeping God's law. Mm-hmm. He became that by trusting in the Lord. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you have faith, if you think you have faith, the only way you can prove that you have that faith is when you love God's law and, and keep it. Otherwise, you don't have any faith at all. It's your own fiction. And if you're after God's heart, I mean, that his law is his heart. Yes. And his heart is his law. Yeah, his heart he is, is his, the law. It's his, it's his desire. And everything that he desired, he wrote in the law. I remember, yeah, that's right, that's right, all of it. I remember a prophecy long ago where the Lord uh, said that people would come and they would, they would say, law, 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 all you know is law. And we've had all kinds of people like that. They disp- he says they, they hate the law because they hate me. Mm-hmm. It's true, it's very true. And he says there would be others that would come along and say, grace, 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 promoting grace. Mm-hmm. And, and their idea of grace was iniquity. It was mm-hmm. lawlessness. I'm free to do whatever because I'm under grace. Mm-hmm. Like the people that celebrate that, 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 that uh, what, choose Sunday right. for the day of uh, rest. Because they're free to do as they please. Because they're free, they're under grace. Yeah. Right? Uh, being under grace to them. Meantime, I'm following God's commandment. <laughs> I'm still talking when we were signing off. Yeah, so everybody's right. smiling at me now. Isn't that, isn't that the honest truth? <laughs> I'm keeping God's law, mm-hmm. and I'm under the law. Mm-hmm. They're keeping Baal's law, man's law, mm-hmm. and they're above the law. Well, go figure. If you if you you want a good comparison, I don't want to use Canada as an example anymore because law has left the land. Yep. But let's just and let me make a point uh, there. Go ahead. I've said God has removed the hedge just like he did in Job's day. Satan was saying to, to God, look, remove that hedge. You've got a hedge around him. I can't touch him. Remove that hedge and I'll show you. He'll just curse you to your face. Mm-hmm. God removed the hedge. And the hedge is That's the what's law. happened here in the world now. God has removed that hedge. That means that lawlessness has the upper hand now. One way or another, and it'll, it'll and have the upper hand. And, and this thing that, that has just been canceled, with the Trudeau government, this emergency act, forget it. If you think you're walking out now and things are going to start turning around and going normal, you've got you've got a rude awakening coming. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hell, hell here, hell in the United States, hell in in the Russia and the Ukraine, hell in in China and Taiwan and Hong Kong, hell everywhere. Not even the gonna will be excluded. All, all these, all these, uh, all these uh, vaxes. Watch, watch the fruits. Watch the dirty, ugly fruits of these vaxes just killing people off like flies. Man, this world is not getting away with anything. There'll be a majority of the earth just wiped out, which is what the, the destroyer is after. He wants to destroy everything, right? And these guys are after reducing the population drastically. Genocide, that's what they're after. Well, they're going to be, you know what, it's interesting. They're going to get it. They're going to they're accomplish that. Mm-hmm. But it'll be because it's determined by God. God is judging the whole earth like he did in Noah's flood. Everybody went but eight, eight souls. Everybody. There's going to be a lot, of, a lot of people dropping like flies. A lot of bloodshed. That's what's going to be happening. I knew that a long time ago. I know it now. And uh, pe- uh, I wish I could give people hope uh, that, that these kind of things won't happen. And that's false hope. That's crap. But where the hope is, is in God's law. God's law, God's word, God's truth. Truth 
honesty, honesty, honesty. That's what I want to be known for with, uh, with, with my music. I want to be known as honest. I want, I want to be that, that creature that speaks what's true and what's right, always. It, at my cost, if, if, if need be. And I, I would say that oftentimes it is at your cost, but you are rewarded for it. You end up rewarded. You end up rewarded within, especially. You're just thankful. You're just, um, and people will still be calling you a liar. There's all kinds of people calling me a liar. Falsely accusing, making up all kinds of stuff. Misinterpreting. Intentionally. Intentionally, yes, because they're wicked, because they hate the law, they hate the truth. And when I speak that, it angers them. It, it grates them. Anyway, we do have to go, I guess, sometime. I'd like to talk more, but honestly speaking. Martin, what did you have to say here? Anything I was going to say that in a, in a, a law, theoretical law-abiding country. Or pretty theoretical. Yeah. But if you, if you don't want to be under the law, you keep the law. Being under the law is like being in prison. Right. And so they've done a great big switcheroo here because they think that being under the law is being required to keep it. Right. But that's not the case. If right. you're under the law, it means Johnny Law's got you. He's got you in the clink. Right. Because right. you're not keeping it. That's right. And so when the Apostle Paul says we're no longer under the law, he's not referring to you're no longer required to keep it, as in it, it's, you're no longer imprisoned by the law. The yeah, law is not, right. it's not, it's not finding against you. Yeah. And so that's what that's it means right. to be not under the law. It means yeah. you're not guilty anymore. Yeah. yeah. And, exactly. and they've done a really clever switcheroo by, by yeah. talking yeah. about the law like, if you're in subjection to it, that you're in bondage. Right. When it's the total opposite. Right. It's a very clever sleight of hand by the yeah. subtlest creature in the garden. That's right. He knows his stuff. The deceiver knows his stuff. Yeah. Praise the Lord. The deceiver is under his rule. Mm -hmm. The Lord's got everything in perfect control. That's something that else that I can say. Here's, here's a person that I've listed as a false prophet uh, or false teacher, uh, David Wilkerson. But he did say he heard these words. Whether he heard them or not, they're true. He says, he says all this horribleness that's coming on the world, this lawlessness, this, this horrible destruction before the Lord uh, uh, appears to mankind, he says, just remember these. He says, uh, God gave me five words. And he says, um, God is in full control. And he is. It's very true. He's in full control. There isn't a thing that happens without him. The buck stops with God. He's Lord. He's sovereign. He rules everything. That's it. So, here it is. Here's the, here's the way for, for us to, to go to get... Yeah to be with the Lord. And Jesus is known as the word of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. This is the law of the Lord. This is the commandment of the Lord. This is the truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come unto the Father but by me. Yeah. So folks, a few things to think about. All right? Pretty serious things. In a very serious day. Till we meet again. We're good this time.